Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast on Friday, 14th of March. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Today we are going to discuss an article published this week that highlights the discovery of an epigenetic mechanism that could affect risk of obesity-related disease. In The Lancet, Nilesh Samani, who joins me on the line, and his colleagues describe the first systematic analysis of the association between variation in DNA methylation and body mass index. They report significant associations between methylation at three probes targeting specific CPG sites with intron 1 of HIF3A and BMI in a discovery cohort and subsequently confirm them in two independent cohorts. Nilesh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Can I start by asking you to explain in more detail the background of the study, a study which is one of the largest epigenome-wide association study to date? Thanks, Nikolai. You know, most of the interest so far in the last few years has been around what are called genome-wide studies, looking at genetic variation and it's linked to various diseases. You know, Lancet and other journals have published lots of studies linking specific genetic variation with BMI, with coronary disease and other things. But we know that there's another change in the genome that happens, which is not the sort of genetic variation you were born with, but another change where the DNA is modified. And this is called an epigenetic change. And one of the commonest forms of epigenetic changes is methylation of specific DNA bases, particularly cytosine bases. And this epigenetic change can be influenced by genetic variation itself, but can also be influenced by lifestyle factors and other things. The reason this epigenetic change is important is because it can result in genes being turned on and off in terms of their expression. And that could have downstream consequences. So there's a lot of interest in looking at these epigenetic changes, which could have very important downstream effects in terms of gene expression in relation to various conditions. In the past, there's not really been a platform available to look at epigenetic changes across the genome. But there is now a platform available where we can study over 350,000 sites in the DNA where such an epigenetic change can take place and see whether a change in the level of methylation at each of these sites relates to specific phenotypes. So at any one of these sites, there could be no methylation or it could be 100% methylated. So we can, we can look at the amount of methylation in terms of percentage or so 10% methylated or 50% or 100% methylated. And so what we did was we did a study to see whether there was any site in the genome where the level of methylation related to body mass index, which is a very common measure of obesity. So we did an initial study in just over 400 subjects and scanned the whole genome like this. And we found that there were specific sites where there seemed to be a correlation between the level of methylation and the individual's BMI. We then followed this up, these specific sites in further population, and found that there were three specific sites, all near the same gene, where there seemed to be a definite relationship between the level of DNA methylation and body mass index. And this was quite a striking sort of relationship. We then went on to then also look to see whether we should see the same change. So the initial study was in whole blood DNA, but we then went on to see whether we could see the same change in other tissues, and particularly in adipose tissue, you know, fat tissue, which is obviously an important tissue for obesity. And we found the same correlation that the level of methylation at the sites was significantly correlated with BMI in adipose tissue DNA, but interestingly and importantly, not in skin DNA. So suggesting that there is clearly differences, that this is not a a feature that happens in all cells within an individual. Thank you, Nilesh. That leads me nicely to the next question. Could you just explain what the findings were of your study? 
So we found that the methylation level at three sites near a gene called HIF3A, which is a gene involved in hypoxia signaling, so the hypoxia-inducible factor is a very important sensor of somebody's level of oxygenation. And this is a transcription factor which influences the expression of a lot of other genes downstream. The three sites in this gene called HIF3A, the level of methylation at these sites correlated with body mass index. Now, this is interesting because HIF3A, normally you look at this system in the context of sensing oxygen deprivation, but there is some experimental evidence suggesting that you know, this system has a lot of other effects because it's a, it's a transcription factor which affects the expression of different genes. So we then went on to look to see whether it was the epigenetic change in HIF3A that perhaps caused the increase in body mass index, or whether body mass index itself results in differential expression of, of, of HIF3A. Because I explained to you earlier, epigenetic changes can be caused about by both genetic variation but also by the phenotype itself. And the data we have suggests that it isn't the increase in HIF3A that seems to be causing the increased weight, but the other way around, that is the overweight that results in increased methylation of this site. This is important because although we say you know, obesity causes a whole lot of diseases and there's a lot of interest in why people can become overweight, there's also another aspect to obesity, which is, of course, you know, how does it lead to a lot of these diseases happening, you know, cardiovascular diseases, diabetes, the whole host of downstream diseases that obesity is connected with. But we don't really understand the mechanisms by which these diseases are caused by you, you being overweight. And whatever study suggested, perhaps one of the mechanisms is the fact that as you become overweight, this increased methylation of HIF3A then has an effect on a whole bunch of other genes, which some of them mediate the adverse downstream effects of being overweight. The finding of a correlation between HIF3A methylation and BMI was quite unexpected. What were the repercussions of this? So, Nicola, the implications are that we don't really fully understand how obesity causes its downstream diseases, you know, cardiovascular diseases, diabetes, and other diseases. And one of the implications of this unexpected finding is that perhaps HIF3A methylation is one of the mechanisms through which obesity causes these downstream diseases. Now, that's quite important because most of the focus, of course, has been in terms of preventing obesity in the first place. And that's obviously a very important goal. But another way of looking at obesity is saying, well, how can we decrease the downstream adverse impacts of obesity? And now finding this, that there is a gene that is clearly selectively changed as a consequence of becoming overweight, and that gene is quite an important gene in terms of cellular behavior, that that gene may have a role in mediating some of the adverse effects of obesity. And so the importance of this finding, we obviously need to do a lot more work, but the importance of this is perhaps a new angle on trying to understand how obesity causes its adverse effects. Thank you, Nilesh. I'd like to uh, further discuss some of the implications of the research itself. What would you say are some of the directions you see this research having on, say, for example, genetic mechanisms involved in common diseases? So, as I said at the beginning, there's been a huge amount of speculation that perhaps, the, you know, not the inherited changes in DNA, but the way that the DNA is modified, these epigenetic changes have an important mechanism in common diseases or its downstream adverse effects. And, you know, there's a lot of question about missing heritability, you know, why, why we don't explain all the inheritance, and it, some of it may lie within these epigenetic changes. So until now, we've not really had the ability to 
examine this issue in detail. But now with these new techniques, I think we will see an explosion of research into this area. And I think the molecular mechanisms that we'll pick up, which suggest that specific genes are being modified in relation to specific diseases, either in a causal way or as a consequence, you know, both of those things are important, uh, as I've tried to explain, allow us to perhaps identify new treatment targets for these diseases and understand the mechanisms underlying how these diseases operate in a much better way. Nilesh Samani, thank you for speaking with The Lancet. It really is a fascinating research that you were conducting. Thank you, Nikolai.